I do not kill with my gun. He who was killed with his gun has forgotten the face of his father. I kill with my heart. Roland Deshawn, the gunslinger from the Dark Tower. There's been a lot of things going on that I've been wanting to cover for a minute. I know lately my schedule's been kind of crazy. There's a bird in the background. Uh, I've been trying to figure out what my schedule should be, what the best time to do certain things is, so on and so forth. And one of the craziest things as far as dealing with the podcast is like, you got to be consistent over and over and over again. There's always going to be some topics out there. There's always going to be something to discuss. Uh, like, I want to talk about Jean Morant and what he did in uh, <laughs> the strip club, which was super ridiculous. doesn't make any sense. And, yeah, it's going to be some good coverage uh, to talk about. That's going to come up. I know it's a little late, but it's still going to come up. Uh, the school shootings that have been going on, the mother that killed her husband in front of their kids. I mean, there's a lot of craziness out there to talk about. Some of it should just be common moral sense, if you will, as to why it shouldn't have happened. But I always say common sense is expensive, but ignorance is always two for one. Buy one, get one free, if you will. But right now, I just want to talk about that quote forgetting the face of your father. I think I've already covered that, but nonetheless, it still stands out. I guess you could say it's kind of like a mantra of this channel. Like, never forget the face of your father. It's something that should be prevalent on a common, everyday basis. It's not anything that's meant to piss off a woman or anything, but or, you know, just, just place men above all, but it's just a common reminder that human decency and the right-minded moral teaching should be there. And by right-minded, no, I'm not talking about governmental stuff. I'm talking about being in the right mindset whenever you're making decisions, because if you're sitting back real easy and you're about to do something stupid and there's nothing that pops up in your head that says, hey, stop. There's a problem. There's a lot of people out there that have mental issues to the point where they may be depressed all the time or they may have multiple personalities or they may have mood swings or whatever. There's nothing that's easy about that. They might not want to take medication. They may not be taking medication. Who knows? But at the end of the day they still had to deal with the face of their father. It might not be as easy to find as somebody who's a little bit more level-headed because the biggest problem is somebody who's level-headed, the father's face might be there, but they might be turning their back on it. And if you turn your back in your father's face, then what do you have left as a human? Who do you have to look up to as a man? Most of these athletes, entertainers, celebrities, People who may seem like they're higher above and, I don't know, a field that you may have interest in. Yeah, you may see them from an anecdotal standpoint or uh, on TV or on YouTube standpoint. But at the end of the day, who are they really? Do you really know these people? And are they worthy enough to replace the image of your father? 
for the longest time, there's been a lot of things, especially during my, my earlier years, my 20s, my teens, um, <laughs> even growing up as a kid, that's kept me level-headed and making, I would at least hope, the best decisions that I could. I could make better decisions, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've done in my past that I look back at and I'm like, uh, yeah, you really should have thought about that or whatever. But I guess that's just part of growing up and being a human being, being a person in general, getting your experiences. But nonetheless, there's been a lot of things where when I had to see the face of my father, I knew that I definitely should not be messing with these things. That mentality kept me from making bigger mistakes in my life. And I know some of the things the average person would say, well, you could have done that and been okay. For example, smoking weed, you know, smoking it, making a tea out of it, whatever. I mean, it's it's always been my personal and moral standpoint to make sure that I have as much coherence as possible whenever I go out into the everyday world. And it was always like that even before I got into firearms. But that was my personal decision. Nobody could sway me away from that and nobody could force me to do something that I didn't want to do. Uh, Just like another example, drinking. You know, nobody forced me to drink. Now, I'm not sitting here saying I drink to excess, but, you know, every now and then when I do have a drink, it's, it's not like somebody's got me pinned down to the ground and they're forcing a drink in my mouth. No. And for the longest time, I was what was called straight edge, where it was like, it, it can become extreme, but for the most part, the the basis of being straight edge was no drinking, no smoking, no doing drugs. Uh, funny thing, I found out a couple of weeks ago that the D.A.R.E. program was actually uh, defunct now. I got to go back and confirm that, but nonetheless, just to hear something that even says the D.A.R.E. program is no longer around anymore, I I really think that's kind of sad. But that also involves not forgetting the face of your father, because I've known people from my high school days, and you you probably do too if you're listening, but nonetheless, these people from my high school days, they could have done better in their lives had they not get caught up in that drug trap. I know most people say marijuana's not harmful, there's nothing it can do to to mess you up, so on and so forth. That's your opinion, that's your experiences. Fine, whatever. But there's other people who have had similar experiences to you that may not be on the same path as you right now. Who's to say that somebody didn't have their marijuana lace with something? or their cannabis, or whatever the hell you want to call it. You know, personally, I could care less about it, you know. But that's just me. What I do care about is the one time that another person does have, let's say, curiosity come up in their life, and they do that one joint, right? But it's not just weed. Is mixed with PCP or you know some other type of drug that can really jack up somebody's life. Now all of a sudden that person is not worried about the marijuana; they're they're worried about 
trying to find some more PCP or they're trying to find some way to come across uh, cocaine or, or meth or whatever, you know, they, they get caught in the trap. Uh, you might have that one person that does it once and they're like, okay, wow, never again. And there's a chance they might move on. But there's also a chance where that person may fall deeper and deeper into that hole that they never planned on being in. They had the freedom of choice robbed from them. I think that's one reason why they say marijuana is a gateway drug. And it's not because of the marijuana itself. It's because of what could have been done to it. It's still taking a chance, especially if you don't know where it came from, what's going on, who's done what to it. I mean, it's, it's a chance that I never wanted to take a risk on whether it's harmless or not or whatever, you know, it's it's a chance that I never want to take a risk on. And plus, I don't like not having functionality of my motor, my motor skills and, you know, control of my body. I don't like that. I need to be alert at all times, especially being a father now. When I take my daughter out, you know, you see so much crazy stuff on the Internet about, things happening to kids and you know what turn your gaze one minute and then you look up and something crazy is going on I don't want to be on that I don't want to be on the receiving end of that if I can avoid it I'll do whatever I can to make that possible that's just how I was raised that's just the morals that was ingrained in my mentality every time I see the face of my father that's what comes to mind is responsibility and being able to stand up and take accountability for the things that you've done in your life and learn from it, gain the experience and try and do better. Granted, at the age of 38, yeah, there's a lot that I've done wrong and there's a lot that I'm trying to fix right now. And ultimately, the reminder of my father and not forgetting the face isn't isn't anything about like them being gone. My father's still here, you know. God forbid anything happens to him. God grace him with more life and more years on this earth. But ultimately, it comes down to a matter of shame. We have forgotten what shame feels like. And the lack of shame in our society today is leading us to a lack of accountability. Uh, I know I was going to cover the John Morant story later on, but I can give you an example of shamelessness. So supposedly he got a week to, quote unquote, deal with his mental health issues. And ultimately uh, it was found, as he said, that the firearm wasn't his own. It wasn't his gun. There's no shame in the fact that he decided to pick up someone else's gun and flashed on his his cell phone camera and recorded, take a video of it, put it up on the internet so everybody could just ooh and ah about it. But once he got that hand slapped and reality came back to bite him, he was trying to pawn the responsibility of his choices off on somebody else. If a man remembers the face of his father, there is no other place for their accountability to leave. 
the accountability to go to. It's there. It's 100%. You got to claim it. You got to deal with it. Not everybody has a lot of media or rich, powerful owners, if you will, figureheads, whatever you want to call them, to hide behind or, quote unquote, try and guide them back to where they need to be at, as a lot of his fellow, uh, a lot of his fellow basketball players wanted for him. They said somebody placed hands upon him. I can't remember who tweeted that, but it's Twitter. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Why do you have to tweet about helping somebody whenever you could just pull that person aside, have a one-on-one talk with them and say, look, you're fucking up right now. You need to do better. Sometimes it just takes another individual who remembers the face of their father to see the face of their own father and put that gaze upon somebody else's situation, especially if it's somebody that they love, and tell them, hey, look, you need to do better. There's people out there that don't have fathers or don't remember the face of their father because of the fact that they never had a father at all. And maybe they never had the experience of having someone who was somewhat close to a father figure to fill that void that was never given to them. But nonetheless, people need guidance. Sometimes they don't know where to get it from. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are running from things that are going on in their life. The weight of responsibility, it bears heavy upon of individual shoulders. I know myself, I'm pretty much atlas at this point in my mind. But nonetheless, I'm still trying to bear this burden. There's a lot of people out there that need to do the same thing or need to realize they need to do the same thing instead of just trying to run away or find an easy way out. You know, problems didn't occur overnight. They occurred over a span of time. But accountability has to be taken right on the spot. And as long as it took to create those problems, it may take just as long to find a solution Or if you focus on them and take that accountability and respect the situation that you put yourself in, it may take less time. But you'll never know until you deal with the shame of creating that situation and start trying to find a solution. Or just realizing that that choice in general before you even make it is just a bad decision. Because making bad decisions is done by somebody who has forgotten the face of their father. If you like what you heard, as always, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. The only way to do a successful mag dump is to make sure that you have ammunition. And the only way we can combat the image that is portrayed of black people in media versus the actual image of black people is to let other black people know. In order to do that, please like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a family member, Look us up on Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, and many more platforms.